A reading from Mark 14, 1-2. Now the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread were only two days away, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. That last phrase is standing out to me, but not during the festival or the people may riot. It's standing out to me because it's, it has the appearance, appearance of orderliness. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh no, we don't want chaos. We want order. And, but what they're carrying out, the plan they're carrying out is evil. Mm-hmm. Right? It's killing Jesus. It's <laughs> killing God's own son. Yet mm-hmm. they're concerned about order. And what that reminded me of, it took me way back to my college years. I read this book that really made an impression on me about the, the orderliness of the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called The Banality of Evil mm-hmm. by an uh, author named Bernard Bergen. You know, when you think about what the Nazis did, it was all very orderly, right? They had mm-hmm. all their papers in line and all, you know, just you can imagine, right? You can picture all that. It was evil, <laughs> but it was orderly. And sometimes yeah. when I think about evil, I picture chaos. Uh-huh. Right? I picture, but here are these religious leaders trying to keep order um, so that the people don't riot. But what they're doing is evil. In that phrase, or the people may riot, you know, they were afraid of things getting out of their control. Mm-hmm. The riot. Well, guess what? The people may not have rioted that day. Yeah. <laughs> but when he was resurrected, a church was born. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A global billions of members <laughs> um, movement sprung up that was way beyond any local riot they were afraid of. So those are my two observations, the banality of evil and the the quiet riot that uh, sprung up. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that about the order. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to categorize evil, I think, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I was just having a conversation with someone yesterday at our church, and they were referencing a, a particular uh, weird religious dissident group, a group that I would call a cult, essentially. And they said, yeah, but these people are really influential. And I said, yeah, so is Lucifer. <laughs> that was my response. It's like, just because someone's influential doesn't mean they're good. Mm. Uh, but we tend to categorize evil incorrectly. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting insight. What about you, Eric? Uh, yeah, I'll jump in. I was uh, focusing in on the word scheming, mm. uh, which is planning with, um, with uh, the chief architect being Satan. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're part of that uh, army of darkness that uh, is prevalent throughout actually the entire Bible. Uh, But my response to the whole idea of, of, of scheming is it goes back to the temptations of Jesus uh, in the, in in Luke and in Matthew uh, where he's tempted, but they're basically uh, Satan had a plan to create an alternative uh, framework for order. And so it's really appropriate that you're talking about the banality of evil uh, and uh, the Nazi regime, but the Nazi regime was just one version of a pretty universal temptation amongst nations to uh, use the word scheming which has dark inference to it rather than the word planning or, uh, or building, uh, you know, particularly with Christ at the center of it. So there's two kind of kinds of orders in conflict with one another. 
And uh, it always seems to be going no matter whether you won the war or lost the war or whatever. It just always seems to be here. And one of the fantasies of our oh, time as, as we had conquered history and all of that nastiness was going to disappear. Well, apparently it hasn't. 